Before we begin our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For Cass, it's the Borogagal people, and for Haley, it's the Dharawal people. After 10,000 years, I'm free. It's time to conquer Earth. Hi there. This is not Jennifer Coolidge, and that was my audition for Rita Repulsa in the new Power Rangers Gay Force. It's all full of homosexuals. Anyways, I'm not sure if I can talk about that. So in the meantime, listen to Drag Me Out Official and talk about that with your friends. This video is not sponsored by Jennifer Coolidge or Power Rangers, but supported by a flaming Midwestern homosexual with nothing better to do at this time. And listen to the podcast, dumbass. Now, a quick word from our unsponsored sponsors. Do you want to go to sleep with a different celebrity every night? Do you ever think of smothering someone, but your pillow is too basic? Then we have the perfect pillowcases for you. Hero Huggers by Rennie. Hero Huggers by Rennie encourages testing on animals. According to the scientists at Drag Me Out University, they have proven results that people who purchase Hero Huggers by Rennie improve their sleep by 83.768%. Phones are ringing off the hook with orders, so get yours now. Or alternatively, go to Hero Huggers by Rennie on Etsy. Sleep soundly knowing your heroes are right next to you. Hero Hookers by Rennie, where heroes lie. Now animals were harmed during the making of this commercial. No one had dragged me out official as a science degree, but they have watched things about Scientology. No research has been done to support these statistics except our own biased opinion. Pillow not included. So we're here with the lovely, wonderful Lourdes Marks. Lourdes Marks, thank you. Lourdes. Lourdes, yeah. Lourdes I'm so sorry. That no, was not a sorry, just mad. That's right. I don't know your name, so you cannot call me sorry. Yes. Lovely to you, Kess. Yes. <laughs> so how long have you been on a great day? Oh, it's seven years now. So seven years. Let's go to seven years. Okay. <laughs> so, um, is it is it full time? Yeah, it's getting there. I also have my dance shoe. So that's been like full time drag and teaching, yep. Turkish dance. Uh, and yes, she's by others. Did you help others with something? What kind of dance? High heels and lyrical jazz and crochets. Wow. Oh. So um yeah. you're you're a performer as well, yes, obviously. Yes. So where where would we be able to find you performing? For the kid and more so I don't have any like regular gigs at the moment, okay. but I do have something coming up in June. So if you want to come and see me, every Saturday of June, I'll be at Matteo downtown uh -huh. doing branches. Uh -huh. So like branches the fourth Saturdays of June. Okay. So yeah, okay. if you so it's just dancing, or do you, do you sing? Or I do don't sing. You're so little rich. For me, I'll get that one day. All the opportunities. Right? Right? We have a home now, yes. What's that for? It's just moving it. Oh, it's just it should be close. Okay. 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 Can you hear us now? Is it better? So... Um, I, I, I just, um, I throw out a serious question yes. and then we can go more light. Okay. So we know with the political climate yes. and what people have been saying against drag in general. Yes. If you could sit down with a politician yes. and try to explain 
how this is who you are, this is who yes. we are, yes. how would you say it? Oh, it's a bit tricky, isn't it? But uh, I'll tell you what I told my mom. Okay. Okay, I'll tell the politician what I told my mom. Like, I remember, like, I, I look at her, I was like, listen, imagine, like, for example, you are, you're on holidays or on the beach, everyone's, like, half naked or whatever. Who, who does, does your eyes go to? Right. And I told her, do you think, oh, my eyes need to go to this? No, it's just a natural instinct, isn't it? Like, yeah. you're attracted to something. Yeah. And that's what you're attracted to. And you don't choose or you don't think. You just look. You're yeah. just like, that's the first thing. So that was kind of my way to explain to her. Like, I was like, it's not that I choose to be this. It's just like, that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. So if I'm in the room with uh, gentlemen and ladies, like, my eyes go to this. My attraction goes that way. My, yeah. you know? So that was a way that I, I used to explain to her. Right. Uh, and I think, yeah, I think the, the hard thing is because people think that we choose that. Yeah. And the other thing that I remember mean, I told my parents, not just my mom, but I told my parents, I was like, why would I choose this? Like, I'm very proud of being who I am. Mm -hmm. But like, I know how much harder life it is for us. Yes, so if I'm just choosing, why would I choose something that I know is going to make my life so much harder? Which shouldn't be, and that's why we are fighting to change. Yeah. But we, we don't choose that. No. You know? So you're just, you are who you are. Mm. But now you all should be proud. So it's not that we should be saying that we, I would definitely choose to be who I am because now I understand everything. Yep. But at the beginning, when I don't understand, that's like, I was like, I wouldn't choose that. It's just, I am that. Yeah. But we should be proud and we should be happy and we should chase that. And people should not worry for those little things. Yeah. Like, why, I don't understand why it would matter for the politician, for that person. Why? Who am I attracted to? How do I like to dress? Matters to you. Yeah. Like how boring your life it is that you're bothered by how I look or by exactly. if I like guys, if I like girls. Like, yeah. Don't you have other bigger things in your life? Yeah. Or more important well, my, things too. My thing that I always say to people is, you don't. I, I'm I'm currently sitting in a pair of jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah. But I don't get judged. Mm. Yeah. I, and I'm female. Yeah. I don't get judged. Yeah. So. Why doesn't it work in the opposite yeah, in the opposite right? way? Yes. You know? So we've done the serious thing. Yeah. So <laughs> the question that I have for you is it's the last time you're going to perform ever. Okay. <laughs> Just before the retirement sets okay. in. <laughs> and you have that final lip sync. Okay. What's the song? Oh no, no one. Yeah, I did. I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. And so retirement's about to set in. Of course you can say hi. What's your name? Hi. Hi. Hi, Kai. Are you having a good time? Yeah. Who's your favorite queen? My favorite drag queen that I haven't met yet or yep. I have met? Both. Uh, okay. So that I haven't met? Definitely, um, uh, what was it? Something Molly Poppins. Molly Poppins? Oh, yes. Yeah? Vanity. Oh. Vanity's great, right? Yeah. Molly Poppins is good, too. Yeah. I'm glad you're having a good time. Yeah. Is there anything you want to say to every, all of your fans out there? Be you. Be yeah. you. Yeah. Best, Thank you, Kai. I just had the pleasure of signing Kai's jeans because it's getting a signature from each drag queen here. And I just think that's the coolest thing ever. So well done, Kai. Well done, Kai. Okay, so 
Yes. What's the song you choose? Oh my gosh. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. But I think it has to be this. It would be Sister Walk. Okay. It's just my favorite song to perform. Like, I can do that song, you know, now in any time, any situation. The song, if there's some place, I'm doing it. You know, like, it's just embodied in me at this point. Yeah. Sure. So Come on, Jack. Kai. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. What is oh. it? Kaipax 10. Capital K, capital P. Done. Can, Done. I, be, can I be there, Kai? Can I do a, fe- a feature? A video together in your channel? Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, message me. I'll go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, you're obviously looking amazingly beautiful today. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but um, so you as the performer on stage, yes. What is your drag aesthetic? What what are, you, are we looking like this all the time? Uh, half and half. I okay. do love glam and big dresses and things like that. But because I dance a lot, so of course I love a nice cat suit, a yep. nice bodysuit, because then I can move better. Yep. So it's a mix of both. So it's usually a mix of both. Like either very, very dressy, very gown, or either maybe a little bit slutty. Oh, you guys say it. I'm pretty sure I can say that here. It's a drag <laughs> thing. We're all grown up. It's just We're what all over it's fine. Except for Kai. <laughs> Yes. Kai's a little bit oh, younger than sorry, he's Kai. like 17 and a half, but bless his heart. <laughs> <laughs> he's a very short, very young looking 17 and a half. Yes. So um where can we find you on your socials? So the Looney Sparks. Uh-huh. Yes. And then my studio, the dance studio is Lunarts. L-U-N-A-R. Yep. Double T Z. Lunarts the studio. Wonderful. Yes. Do you have anything to say to your loyal fans out there? Oh my gosh. Just have fun, you know, have fun, enjoy life while you can and you know and take the most out of it. And I know you're going through very hard times, but also remember to think have fun is the most important thing and be, be respectful to the others. So even you know, we have ever right to fight for ever reason to fight for our rights, but you know, make sure you're being respectful as well. And and you know, I it's not Siding or anything, but I feel like sometimes if you're too uh, defensive as well, maybe let's show people that doesn't understand how to understand. You no, know? maybe let's guy. I know some people do things that there's nothing that we can do, and it just it should be away from them. But maybe some others we can try to guide them through it, and you know, and show them a different way. Because I know if my parents, I have to do that anymore. And but we need to understand that. I know for us it's easy to, it's just who we are, but some people think a little bit different. So I think we need to respect both ways. Yeah. And hopefully we're going to get at the end of this song and just everyone having fun, everyone loving who they are and everyone owning you know, their lives. Wonderful. Yes. Thank and love you. you all. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Here you go. All righty. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Drag Me Out. I'm Cass Barbie. And you are? Dysfunctional Barbie. And we're going to talk our usual shit for however long Hayley wants this episode to go. So, do you have any musings? I do. Thoughts, actually, but I'll just do a few. I'll just give a trickle. Okay. How about we just start with those? So, I've been working out new ways to piss my husband off. Last week was just calling him my first husband. Mm-hmm. This week's going to be calling him my failed one night stand. The really long night one night stand. Yeah. It just never yeah. ends. Never ends. So 
I was thinking about something and then for some reason in my head I went to marijuana. I don't know why. I don't even smoke marijuana. I don't like the taste. I don't like the smell of it and I can't for my job anyway. But I was having high thoughts, like thoughts that you have when you're high. I'll give you a few of them. Okay. Some of them questions, some of them are just ponderings. Who decided the alphabet was in alphabetical order? Who decided that? If I'm you just drop... going to blame the Greeks. <laughs> if you drop the soap on the floor, is the floor clean or is the soap dirty? Depends on which bathhouse you drop it in. It's true. Mm. If someone dies in the living room, is it still a living room? <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay that. <laughs> and my last one. Nothing is ever really on fire, but rather fire is on things. Also, technically the brain named itself. I think it would have come up with something better. Yeah. yeah. Thought dome. Got lots, got lots of lots, lots of high thoughts. Thought, thought dome. That's my music. Life. <laughs> What'd you do? Probably more next week. So Waterhouse. Some people just buy clothes. Yeah. Um, you know, living the high life, the Australian dream of owning our own property. Oh, okay. So I would now like to for everybody to now refer to me as Lady Hamilton. Because At the Hamilton Manor? No. Because not only did I buy my first property, but I also bought an investment property. What? So it's my husband's birthday today, actually. Mm-hmm. So Happy I, birthday, what, do you, what do you get a man that has everything? Prostitutes. Bookers. 30, he's 35. So it's, it saves you. It saves you having to do anything. That's true. That's true. It's a twofer. It's a twofer. And this was a late night purchase. And he is, he is Scottish. His background is Scottish. So I was doing some Googling. And I was like, what if I want to become a lady? How does that happen? Oh, did you buy the, did you do the piece of land? I did. I bought a one by one piece of land in Scotland. You will now know me as Lady Hamilton. And Lord Hamilton of the Hamilton Manor. See, and this this all works. And here is why. You are now Lady Hamilton. And remember, I'm an ordained minister. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm Reverend Cassandra. Mm-hmm. We're hoi polloi prestigious people right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. Uh-huh. I could be the vicar of your Dibley. I could be the vicar of your Hamilton estate. So they actually send you like a name change certificate. So How you much can. Was it? I want to do it. Uh, it's $50. I think it's $50 American. So whatever that. Maybe. I don't know. 385 Australian. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you can add $10 and they put a tree on it for you. 
they plant a tree. Oh, I'm going to do that with, oh, I want to do that with the missus. I'm going to do it. I'll post, I'll put the certificate up when I put it up in the middle. You can see mm-hmm. Lord Hamilton. I want to do that with the missus and I can be the vicar of my own Dibley. <laughs> I could be the vicar. We could get, oh. We could get like ego and all of that to do it, right? And then we could have our own little village that I could be the vicar of, right? And call it like Dragali or something. <laughs> Dragalia. I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. I want to do it too. Let's do it. Everybody who it. is listening or watching this, can everyone do it? Can we have our own little village? If we buy enough, it might be enough for a property. <laughs> <laughs> Like an entire property. <laughs> and but they assign it to you. So I could have a square over here and you can have a square over there. But you can't build oh, it. Oh, I'm so. No, I know you can't build it. <laughs> tiny little, tiny little box, one by one box. Lady, lady Cass and lady wife. I can be the vicar of my own village. I can be the vicar of that village. Yes, I'm a uh, property owner of two properties in less than two weeks now. Look at you. Look Hello. at you just kick, kicking goals all over the yeah. world now. Yeah. You and I uh-huh. both went and saw mm-hmm. at the same time different theatres. The Without movie. even discussing it. Mm-hmm. The Barbie movie. I'm very annoyed that you got one of those. I think they all went on premiere premier night. Did I say that right? Premiere night, which was the Thursday night. Pre-ordered it, thank God, because I saw it and we were already buying the tickets online anyway. Yeah. Um, I like to pre-order the food when I do it online because then I'm limited. I mean, I'm limited anyway, but I'm limited to I already have food don't deviate from the path because you've already created the path. So I saw the deal and you know what? It wasn't that bad. It was a $21 combo, right? So for our international listeners and viewers, you know, your, your combos may be 10 bucks, but they're exorbitant down here for fucking popcorn, which is like what you buy a bag of it for a dollar at a local supermarket. Um, but I bought it and then I've, you know, I was panicking all week that it would sell out because I had a feeling it would. And you and two other people said to me, no, 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 no. If you buy it online, they'll put it aside for you. So when we actually got there, that was an ordeal. And then when I went to the diner to go and get it, I handed her the ticket that had the QR code on it so she could scan it. She said to me, she goes, oh, you're lucky you pre-purchased. And I went, why? And she said, we sold out last night, night one. She said, even the people who were in the other field, because we went to the drive-in, she goes, even the people in the other field who were watching Mission Impossible were getting the Barbie combo. Right. I'm like, I feel that you should be showing what ticket for what movie you're going to see in order to be able to purchase. So while all of that was happening, just behind her was a trolley. And it was all Indiana Jones um Yeah, stuff. I know. And I said to her, I said, oh, huh. but you're not showing Indiana Jones. She goes, we can't give this stuff away now. 
Yeah, there were um at the front when we walked in too, there was just a whole table of them. Mm-hmm. She's like, we can't give them away. But Barbie, because we went on the Friday night, which was the night after premiere night for the rest of the country. Yeah, she was like, and all walk-ups, we sold out. Shares, we sold out online two days ago, and I'd purchased it four days earlier. Mm. So we were lucky. But, uh, yeah, I didn't mean to commandeer. We went and saw Barbie. Gotta we won't do any spoilers. Promise. No. no spoilers because, you know, it's still early, but it was a great movie. Yeah. My husband actually enjoyed it more than he thought he would. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, Alan is the Barbie to our right slash left. Um, stole the show. was a real MVP. Yeah. 100%. Michael Sarah still got it. But yeah, so mm. that was really, that was just, yeah, bought a house, went to the Barbie movie. Don't know, bought a piece of land. I'm now a, a lady. It's been a good week. It's been a up there week this year for 2023. You? Made my week a little bit more difficult for myself. Right. I mean, I'm not going as far as purchasing property because we still haven't decided whether or not that is something that we want to do. Landed on a decision for a new car. Wanted to see and compare other cars in the market, so I've made it more difficult for myself. I now have three cars to choose from. First world problems. Go on. Mm-hmm. Are your diamond shoes too tight? Your 50s aren't fitting in your wallet? No. My money clip broke. I've now gone from this is the car that I want to all three of them have something just that little bit different that makes it piquing my curiosity. But now you know what you got to do. You test what? drive it. Yeah, test drive all three cars. And that's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. In my immediate area, as in where I live, I have a car dealership next, directly next to me. We share a wall Mm. and one directly across the road from me, and all three of them, and neither one of those two. Yeah. So I wanted it to be one of the two, (laughs) so I didn't have to go very far. So. Made life a little bit more difficult for myself. Uh, office, job, drive-ins. It was just a, it was an okay week. Nothing to write home about. All good. So, on that note, did anything this week burst the pancreas? Oh, my pancreas. I feel, yeah. But I feel that this could very well be first world problems and a niche problem. Oh, my God. I have a niche problem this week too. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> real, so, real fucking niche. But anyway, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this one is tailored to the drive-in experience. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> excuse me. The movie was due to start at 9.30. We've been to this drive-in quite a few times, so we know that the best time to turn up is about an hour before. 
right? Because uh, there was a session before us, so we've got to wait for them to leave and us to be able to go in and park and then the ads and blah, blah, blah. And um, when you know that it's going to be a big movie and it's going to be busy, like you kind of want to be there as early as you can so you don't have to wait up the road because the line starts snaking along the road. Mm-hmm. And I was actually talking to the woman about it um, when we were waiting to go in. And she said, oh, she said, we, I'll get into the pancreas part and then I'll get into what she said. So movie was due to start at 9.30 or the ads or whatever it was was due to start at 9.30. We got there at 20 past eight. And as we were driving down the side street before you turn into the drive-in, all of the cars were starting to park up along the side. And I went, oh, fuck, we're going to have to park along the street. We had the dogs with us and the dogs aren't really patient when it comes to waiting in cars. And so the missus said to me, look, just drive in and see if we can just park off to the side so we can take the dogs out for a little walk around while we're waiting around. I went, yeah, all right. Sounds like an idea. So we actually get there and the woman who works there, who's lovely and we've spoken to quite a few times, although she doesn't remember, but we remember her. Um, I said to her, I said, oh, do you need me to go back on the street? And she goes, no, I just park here. And she goes, just go down to where the white line is, which is the ticket booth. She goes, I don't know why they park to the side of the road. Like there was no one else there. So we became the first car in line, which was pretty cool, right? And um, please remember I was on the, uh, hopefully I didn't miss out on this bandwagon, right? Mm -hmm. So I needed to get to the diner as soon as I could to get it. And so we were waiting there and it gets to about quarter past nine and Barbie had finished the movie had finished and um so we were talking to her and then she was she went out to the field to do something and she comes back and she says it's going to take a little while because the field's not empty yet and we're like but the field should be empty by now and she goes everybody who have been there all night since about five o'clock in the afternoon decide so the the diner at the drive-ins is like a 50s diner so one of the props that they've got is an old Cadillac so people were deciding then when they should be leaving to go and take photos with the Cadillac Mm. so we couldn't go in until the field was empty so it gets to quarter to 10 and we're still not in we're still waiting she's apologizing we're going it's not your fault She's actually getting abused by the people that she is asking to leave because we need to let the next session in. I was getting the shits because the dogs were getting pissed off. I was getting more concerned that I may miss out on this. And so we didn't get let in until, uh, let me think, sorry, quarter to nine, not quarter to 10. So Movie was due to start at nine thirty. We didn't get it. We didn't get to go in until twenty past nine, mm-hmm. which was over an hour after the movie finished. Here is my pancreas moment. If you know that you've got to leave, and you've got somebody who is telling you to leave because there are people who are waiting to come in, get the fuck out. Just do the right thing. Don't fucking think that you can just do whatever you want. This is what pisses me off with the world in general is that everybody now seems to think that they can just do whatever they want. And the reason why they believe they can just do whatever they want is because nobody holds them accountable anymore. Right? 
I'm getting so I'm getting fucking sick and tired of it. I'm getting sick and tired of people turning around and going, well, what are you going to do? I don't even have an answer because I don't even know what I can do about things now. But if you're told by these people, it was cold and the people who actually run the ticket booth and do all of that other stuff, they're in their 60s, 70s. They're not young. Like have some fucking respect. The woman's just doing a job and she's getting abused left, right and center and it's making us late. So what happened was they finally got us in <clears throat> and they just needed to make sure that everybody was in there who was supposed to be and they didn't even play. We didn't get the ads, the, the ads for other movies. We didn't get anything. They just announced over the radio, like as soon as everybody's in and we got everything, we're hit and play. Simple as that. Um, so we did that. But my biggest problem and my pancreas thing is, Fucking just do what they ask. They're not forcing you to do it. You had half an hour after the movie and you finished. You had the movie. You had pre the movie to do all of this other shit. And then what makes it even worse is you know that you're going to be in your car. Why don't you take a fucking rubbish bin or a bag with you? Why fucking drop the shit on the, pl on, on the ground? These people have got to clear the shit up in the dark. There are bins around. There's huge industrial bins off to one side and there's little bins all over. There. Like, just get out of your fucking car, you lazy piece of shit, and put it in the fucking car, in the, in the bin. Like, are you fucking for real? Like, fucking dirty, disgusting pig grommets these people are. Have some fucking respect. It's like when you go to the movie cinema and you go to sit down and there's a whole fucking thing of popcorn, like, dropped on the ground. They don't have time in between. Like, learn some fucking respect. I muck around and say things like, oh, it keeps somebody in a job. They've still got a job. Their job is to make sure that everything's fine and safe for you in the theatre, but now they've got to take the role as cleaner as well. Like, fuck off. Done. What about you? Mine's movie related. Okay. Well. Um, I didn't get to choose the seats I wanted because they were all booked out. It was a very last-minute decision that I was going anyway. Just sort of lined up that I was off and – my husband was off as well. So I sat in the recliners, like they have the day beds and then they have the recliners and then they have the normal seats, which are kind of like mini, they don't recline, but they're mini, they're comfy seats. I yeah. remember like the old event cinemas with the really uncomfortable. Yeah. Anyway. So it's funny how cinemas have gotten bigger but planes have gotten smaller uh -huh. like the seats wise yeah anyway um so i was sitting on the first row of the recliners on in the middle section on the left so mm -hmm. not on the not on the i can't sit on the outskirts it hurts my eyes um and then it's more to do with my husband i think at the time but he decides to point out there's a tear in the projector screen, which was directly in front of me. I probably wouldn't have noticed for at least 20 minutes, but he pointed it out just as we sat down. So that's all I stared at for the next two hours was that little tear in the projector. <laughs> it wasn't that big, but... Kind of ruined it a little bit. Replace your screens, events. Pay 25 bucks per person. 
you know, if you had have pointed that out, you probably could have got free tickets. Is that is that a thing? Yeah. Huh. We were talking about, I think, the last time we had Ego on where I, I complained because these kids were interrupting our ability to be able to enjoy the movie. <laughs> Excuse me. And when we went to complain about it, they gave us free tickets. Oh. So all you have, all you have to say is, look, there's a tear, there's a tear in there. It was distracting to me. I didn't really get to watch the movie because I was distracted by the tear. I feel like a Karen thing to do. My husband probably would have done it if I asked him to. There you go, and you you would have been guilt free. But yeah, that's, it's only little. Still, picture projector screens. So. We're going into our last Michael Douglas yeah. movie. The American President. America. America. Gonna miss you, Mikey. Michael D- Kirk Douglas. We're gonna miss you. I think I had already seen this. Yeah, I think. However, you can explain the plot of American president. Yep. Michael Douglas plays President Andrew Shepard. Uh, and his counterpart slash love interest is Annette Benning, who plays Sydney Ellen Wade. Uh, what is it? Shepard's about three years into his presidency. Basically, the reason why he got elected president was because he was a widower and the Americans felt sorry for him and that's how he became elected. Um, uh, The incredible Martin Sheen, who we should jump on his bandwagon too, by the way, because Martin Sheen is God. Uh, He is his chief of staff, advisor, all of that. Uh, so Sydney Wade is brought in by an environmental company to try and get a reduction in fossil fuel burning prices, whatever. And part of her job is to go and talk to the people at the White House about it all. Andrew Shepard has daughter and he's got some spare time. They're like, oh, you should come in and speak this, you know, speak to the basically the hippie environmentalist. And he finds some time. He goes in there and he meets uh, Sydney Ellen Wade for the first time and he is besotted from moment get-go and decides to ask her to a state dinner. Uh, it's time for him to be re-elected again. Uh, his uh, enemy is uh, Bob Rumson, who uh, is played by Richard Dreyfus. And uh, because he's seen dancing with Sydney Ellen Wade, it now becomes a character debate. It's political. It's a love story. It is uh, oh, a very, very young Michael J. Fox is in it. Mm-hmm. He plays Lewis. Uh, it was actually not long after... He was diagnosed with the Parkinson's. So, fun fact. Yeah. Before the movie started shooting, Michael J. Fox was still keeping his Parkinson's disease a secret. He yeah. felt he would lose the role if mm-hmm. Rob Brainer found out. And during a basic and routine fitness screening, Fox was terrified that clinicians would detect the periodic shaking in his left hand and eventually connect it to Parkinson's. 
I will tell you right now, Rob Reiner would not have given a shit. Well, we don't. Uh, he doesn't know. Yeah, Rob Reiner wouldn't have cared. And it was also written by Aaron Sorkin, who was the writer and creator of The West Wing, of which Martin Sheen was the president in that. There's a lot of overlap, overlapping. If you watch The West Wing and you go back to the American president, you go, oh, they were in this, they were in that. Including, oh, 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 there's a lot of crossover. Including the office. They use the same office in West Wing yes. as they do in this one. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I watched, I don't know, 45 minutes of it and then I fell asleep. Just wasn't, yeah, I don't know. I did, just didn't fall for the whole president in love. It just didn't. I don't know, maybe because the American president's so tainted now. Um, I don't care for American politics whatsoever. Yeah, nah. Even like the young I, Michael J. Fox couldn't keep me entertained. Okay, I think I found out the problem. The problem is that you, like people in your generation, actually do have trouble deciphering real life from make believe. So you keep crossing over. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes movies are just movies. Sometimes real life is just life. But you just even said yourself, you think the American presidency is tainted because of what's been happening. See, you can't distinguish the two. I can. I just don't Sometimes want to. Sometimes movies. Well, see, that's laziness on your part. Yeah, I'm lazy. Hmm? The generational thing. And it's getting worse as the generations go on. Yeah, because everything's given to us in short snippets. Right. And the reason why I say it's getting worse is because I remember sitting in a meeting with a young girl who said that the new Rocky movies, the Creed movies, are so much better than the original Rocky movies because the original Rocky movie CGI was shit. There's no CGI in a boxing movie, you (laughs) fucking idiot. Like, are you serious? No. There aren't. It's it's makeup and choreography. That's all it is, you fucking stupid piece of shit. I can say this now because I fucking hated her. Hated her with a passion. She was part of the reason why I wanted out. You're a fucking piece of shit. I know you don't watch this because, like, the people in my old team were fucking bitches who didn't want to fucking have anything to do with me. I'm not calling out companies. I'm just calling out people now. Um, fuck you. I'm out. And you moved departments because you couldn't handle the fact that I was actually just being an adult and you didn't like it when I was holding you accountable for things. And now because you changed departments, you're stuck in that little shitty department that everybody hates. And now I found out, including you, and I'm doing great now. So fuck you, you little fucking bitch. Right. In a pancreas moment in the middle of American president. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, I'm going to give it one toast. No, no, I reject your offer. It's not an offer. No, I reject it. It's at least three from you. Nah, I give it one. If you can't Andrew, hold my attention, if you can't you're tired. hold my attention. Well, you're tired. I'm always tired. If you can't hold my attention, I will watch stuff when it's my homework. But I felt like I've I've already seen it. Like I was like, this is familiar to me. <laughs> no, I reject your first offer. No, it's no. Most. All my no, offers no, it's have been approved. It's rejected. All my offers no, 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 have no, been no. approved this no. week. No, 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 no. It's about time you had a rejection and it's now. 
your week was really good until today. I reject your one. You have to at least give. Look at the cast. The cast alone was oh, at the least cast, one and a half. The, the cast is only what's given at one toast. No, it's one and a half. I don't Not care she. if you don't accept my Michael offer. Douglas, Michael J. Fox, Annette Benning. Like, come on. This is a stellar cast. Nah. Mm, at least two Academy Award winners and a like four or five time Academy Award nominee. Directed by Rob Reiner, written by Aaron Sorkin. Like, come on, that's at least one and a half. At least. I'm giving it 23 million fucking slices of toast because it's great. I watch it every two months. I love it. Good for you. I'm glad that you have that ability. Allow me to put a little disclaimer in there for all of our viewers and listeners. Sometimes this program does not endorse the comments and uh, decisions made by one Lady Hamilton. Thank you for referring to me as my ladies. Yes. Go back to your fucking Scottish village one by one piece of land with your tree where you belong. I will. I've got the coordinates. Okay, wonderful. (laughs) So you didn't like it. One and a half toast. Okay, fair enough. I'll take one and a half. Oh, you're you're upping my my offer from one toast to one and a half. That's what we agreed on. Okay. Yep. yep. One and a half. Well, you know how I feel about bargaining. So, okay, I'll just take the one and a half. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I did it. American Great President is a great movie to anybody who actually cares about my opinion. It's fucking fantastic. It's well written. It's well acted. It's well executed. And it's a love story on top. And you know, I'm a sucker for a good love story. They get together in the end. Takes a long time. There's a little bit of arguing to and fro and stuff. There's some very witchy one-liners in there. Get on it. And now we will be moving on to SMS next week. Three amigos. Put them in. With Steve Martin Short mm-hmm. and, and Chevy some Chase. Other people. And Chevy Chase. All right. So, All-Stars 8 final. Jimbo v. Candy Muse. Can I just – we are not overly judgmental to the point where we would be nasty. But I'm going to say this. You can choose to keep it in if you want. I already don't have very many friends, so if I lose more, that's fine. <laughs> Candy Muse in a baseball hat looks like a penis in a cap. Just saying. Yeah, it's not great. No, looks like a penis. It's just got the tip on. Especially if it's a pink one. Well, I liked I how everybody was there. So did I. That was good. You know, it took me, because they were there last week as well, it took me until this week to realise that Heidi and Closet wasn't there. I didn't even know. It took me, when I was watching it today, I was like, there seems to be not as me-. And then I was looking at them all, I'm going, there's someone missing, there's someone missing. Oh, Heidi and Closet. Anyway, please continue. Um, I think... Out of everybody, I think that the ASMR dancers stole the show for me. Mm-hmm. Needed to change my pants. Moister than an oyster. Didn't even stare at RuPaul. Okay. I know that's they're not your thing. 
Um, uh, 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 no, I recognize a pretty man. It's just, you know, there are some things about you that I don't need to know. Um, anyway. Christ. So, and I think anyway. overall, like, Jimbo just looked phenomenal. All looks phenomenal. Can I, was I looking at the same screen that the judges were? There was nothing, and I cannot stress this enough, nothing appealing about Candy Muse's runway. <clears throat> Looked like if you dressed your penis up as Big Bird. That stupid little finger. finger yeah, no, I wasn't a fan. That, that outfit that she was wearing is a sewing challenge from week one on an ordinary season. Candy Moose can paint. Yeah. She can turn a penis into a woman. She can paint. But no. I have to say, spoiler alert, Jimbo won. But if they had called out Candy Moose's name, I probably would have lost my iPad because I would have thrown it across the balcony. 100%. And, like, Lala Rie winning Queen of the Fame game, like, I liked it. She grew on me. It's only because she got the three times. If they didn't have the two time and three times, I don't think Lala would. So they didn't release the voting? No, they wouldn't have released the numbers, not that I've seen. I'd love to see the numbers. These Fame games... It wasn't about what they were wearing. It was a popularity contest. It oh, was basically for sure. Miscon- it was basically miscongeniality. Yeah, which is fine. I like Lala Ree. She she grew on me towards the end, but I just found that she was going to win because she had three times the vote. Yeah. So I don't really see the point of that. I think they should have just added, I don't know, more to the prize pool or some shit like that, like two yeah. times the prize pool or. $20,000, how much are we going to add? Oh, you spin the wheel. Like, yeah, it wasn't. But yeah, Jimbo won and well-deserved. She was consistent. Yep. She was, she is talented. She's funny. She reminds me of a Canadian Jinx Monsoon. With just slightly less talent. Mm, I what she lacks in that part, I think it's more she makes up in the odd departments. Jinx is odd, but Jimbo is that one step further. Mm. So yeah, yeah. Don't really have much more to Jimbo. say about that. Jimbo, way to go, Jimbo! You were the best of a mediocre bunch. But- I mean, and we're talking, I loved James Mansfield, uh, Ree. You and I both love Mrs. Kasha Davis, but we both struggled to really hook into this season. And I think it was because of the mediocrity of the cast. But I will say this, there is the rumor cast for All Stars 9. I was looking at it the other day. 
<laughs> Next week is season three, episode one of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. Under. Uh, Should be interesting. Should be interesting. Is this going to be the last season of Down Under? Is there something monumental that's going to happen that captivates the world and makes them want to renew the Down Under franchise? Not with this cast. I think, I know I said it last year, but I did not know until I was informed, whether it's true or not, that they only did, they only signed for three seasons. So something monumental needs to happen. Like people need to actually start watching it. Although I will say this, I was talking to a friend of the family a few weeks ago who I didn't think was interested in drag at all. And she was like, oh, I don't mind drag queens and all of that. She has, but I, she has, I don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race, but I did watch Down Under because it was Australian. Right. So, you know, things like that continue to happen. That will be good, but... Something monumental really does need to happen to get it for a fourth season. I've got like a small, small what she done be doing. Yeah, do it. Um, And then next week, are we going to have a conspiracy? I've missed a conspiracy. You know, someone was talking about gay frogs the other day. I was like, oh, I know all about this. You're welcome. <laughs> see, see, keeping you educated to keep up with whatever conversations society are having. You're welcome. Could probably look at a conspiracy. What she dumpy doing? I'm gonna be talking about Christina Mandela. Season As in two. Nelson Mandela? I don't know if they're related. Okay. Uh, season two, UK. Mm-hmm. Won the first challenge, safe the second, eliminated the third. Which is usually how it goes, unless you're eliminated in the first episode. Yeah, yeah, Correct. yeah. Estina was on Channel 4 show Drag SOS. Estina was one of the contestants who was leaked by Michelle Visage before the cast reveal. Oh. And Estina is the first Drag Race UK contestant of colour to win a main challenge. She originally placed third to last, tying her with Katie Killer, mm-hmm. Drag Race Thailand. But with Joe Black returning to the competition in episode five, her replacement moved down from 10th to 11th. Great. Sad. Um, and if she had made it to Snatch Game, she would have played Azalea, ba- Azalea Banks or Ricky okay. Thompson. I don't know who Ricky Thompson is. Might be a UK thing. She's got 111K, 111K followers on Insta. Doing drag. Taking photos with lots of queens, but she's still doing drag. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Just a small one. The local drag shows for Sydney Thursdays from 7 p.m. Drag Bingo with Tina Bicky and Dionysus at the Imperial. Thursdays from 10 p.m. Intergalactic with Space Horse, Eli Crawford, and Tina Bicky. Uh, Fridays 12:30 and 1:30 a.m. Boss with Pamara Fifth at Ark. Saturdays 8 and 9 p.m. Slayer on Saturdays with Maxi Shield and Gabe Woods at the Oxford. Sundays is Shine with Coco Jumbo. And Thursdays from 7.30pm, Trivia with Jackie Daniels at Kinsella's. Melbourne, Thursdays from 9pm, Hey Henny at Circuit with a rotating cast. 
Fridays from 7.30, drag race all-star screening. So I would imagine that would change now to Down Under. Yeah. Uh, screenings at Molly's Bar and Diner. Wednesdays, drag bingo at Molly's Bar and Diner with Asus, Avis, Lauren, Jemima Handful, and Miss J. And Wednesdays, new gigs on the block hosted by Holly Day Night at Circuit with a cycle of three superstars, Aboleth Adams, Ruby Princess, and Jaja Lugosi. Any drag queens are listening and want us to flog their wares and tears, please send us a message on the DMs on Insta so we can actually add you if it's a regular gig or it's a one-off gig or whatever it is. We want to thank everybody for listening to us on podcast platforms. We would also like to thank everybody for watching us on the YouTubes. Yeah, everybody on YouTube for watching us. Thank you. Uh, next week we review RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under Season 3 and the Three Amigos with uh, Steve Martin Short and Chevy Chase. Um, yeah, give us five stars, man. Like, Please. Reviews help. Reviews help on the Reviews Apple do help. Yeah. And Spotify, leave us a comment, leave us a like. Hit that bell. Recommend us, to, recommend us to your friends. Yeah. A stranger is a friend you haven't met yet. Recommend us. I actually came out into the lounge room the other day and my husband turns to me. He's like, oh, look over there. <laughs> oh, look over there. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Well done to you. Yeah. Um, we may or may not have a special guest next week we don't know we could we could say that every single week and it wouldn't eventuate but let's just throw it out there just in case we do we could possibly have a special guest next week who knows do we no but we could no but like a lot could happen between now and then it's more Um, our schedules as opposed to their schedules because drag queens usually work fridays and saturday nights and that's when we can record so if you watch us enough, we can do this full time and interview anyone you want. So at any time. You know. You know. So I'm gonna stop selling very soon the what she done be what she done be guessing. I completely forgot what it was called then. Because I'm take I'm actually sending some down to Melbourne. So we're gonna walk around with them. So if you see us, we're gonna have them um come up and purchase them. We'll have uh FOS um machine with us um so and i'm also um stopping it just because i have to pack everything up very soon to move so i don't want to be leaving that out so yeah so after drag expo and after i move we can get a bit more organized with the sets i'm gonna do some new sets i've got some queens who have sent me their photos to put in um and i've also been collecting names of people who are like, yes, put them in next one. And once once again, we throw out the plea, don't just like it, buy it. I know. We don't market things well, and it's just because social media is a full-time job and we both have full-time jobs. Have full-time jobs. So it's been, it's hard. I think after Drag Expo's done, because I'm not going to Brisbane Expo. I no, I will so. not. And... Okay, let's keep this in here. Here is another pancreas moment. ITD events and whoever are organising the Brisbane Expo, 
it borders on inhumane that you have an expo right smack in the middle of fucking summer in Brisbane, which is a tropical climate with poor drag queens who dress up in gowns and corsets and wigs and all of that. That is torture. I don't even like my normal hair when it's that hot. Like, are you serious? Are you people serious? Brisbane's not going to be very big. No. There's not going to be a lot of people who go, because we're not going. And, okay, sometimes I think the whole world revolves around me. But Lady Hamilton, not going. No, the vicar of her own Dibley and her wife, not going. Because it's too fucking hot. It's too hot. Don't have conventions in summer. It is criminal. Absolutely criminal. Like, and there's too many conventions now. I agree. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, there's too many. Have them, like, have one a year. Alternate between cities. Do something. Don't, if they have Sydney again next year, and I'm assuming they're going to have Melbourne, that'll be three in the one calendar year. That's to a normal drag queen. Cause I believe Art Simone said something like she paid $7,000 for her booth. That's $21,000 to, to the Queens who some of them haven't been on RuPaul's drag race. I want to put this out there. Yeah. How about, we do not attend any expos next year. Okay. And then 2025, we go to LA. Something we can think about. I think some type of podcast fund that we could start putting money into. Okay, fine. Money. Um, but it's just, it's. Because I want to go before they stop doing it. Because if RuPaul retires, it'll be Sasha Colby's. I know, but I want to. I want to go. I want to go. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Mm. ITD events. Fuck you. Having fucking expos in summer. Uh, I love drag and I love going and I love meeting them all and experiencing them all and finding out about new ones that we didn't know before. Uh, I, 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 I'm loving that whole vibe, but I can't love it three times a year and I can't love it in the middle of fucking summer. And I don't wear makeup and wigs and dresses and all of that. And I'm already knowing it's going to be hot. Yeah. No, you can't get me to Brisbane in the winter. <laughs> not a fan, not a fan of it all. all go in. And we'll see you next week with RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under season three and Steve Martin Short. Thanks for watching and listening. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.